Today's top story from the perspective of someone who's there. You are looking live. This just in. Not my beat. On uh, the day, or on a day, I should say, where the Buffalo Bills are kind of in the eye of the NFL's attention, you know we are going to go to Buffalo and talk to our guy, Mike Shope, WGR, longtime radio host up there, Shope and the Bulldog. And um, Mike, uh, you and I, you know, we're, we're talking a little bit earlier in the day to set this up and said, you know, I'm used to this. Uh, this is this is uh, unfortunately a thing that uh, folks that have been around Buffalo and are Bills fans are are just used to at this point. What's what's it like in Buffalo today uh, on a day where, you know, you lose another heartbreaker in the playoffs and especially even for this generation of Bills fans to that team from Kansas City again? Well, I think in a word, maybe above all other words, it's sad because this team has been so good and so close for now five years, at least four. And that makes it not unique, but, you know, a kind of a rare situation. It's complicated. You know, you don't know maybe how critical to really be. Last year, they had DeMar Hamlin go down. They end up as the two seed. They lose to the Bengals. And a lot of people were like, you can't blame them. They're exhausted. I mean, to have to go through that. And there was a, a blizzard last year. That, you know, a lot of things came up, real life things that, probably attributed to their, uh, you know, running out of gas, if you will. And this year, really, you know, I'm still kind of processing it, but it's not that different. I mean, they had a tough season at times, especially earlier with uh, some weird, almost inexplicable losses, and then they got right. And they, because of how the season started, they put themselves in a position where they needed to win like 10 straight. And they, you know, maybe not that surprisingly couldn't get there playing this kind of competition. So post-game shows, day after shows, after losses like that, are a combination of here's why they lost, here's what they got wrong, why did they spend money on this guy, everything. Like everything that a fan has thought for months, perhaps, is sort of back on the table. And it's just like, all right, I'm not sure I want to be scrutinizing this to that extent already. You know, let's have a drink, take a shower, take a, take a <laughs> look at it. And uh, really, the, the the city is just disappointed that again, they're with the Chiefs at home. This was supposed to be, you know, different, and it wasn't. Yeah, no, I think you make such a great point. Um, I thought about this during the game, early in the game yesterday, about just how many games in a row they were going to need to win to win the Super Bowl and the improbability of that, because like they were the hottest team in football. But the the reality is eventually there's going to be at least a little bit of, of regression to the mean. And a three-point loss to a very good Chiefs team is, you know, call that regression to the mean or just the law of averages, whatever it is. Um, and, and I, I just – I guess I would be curious too of like – I know I'm kind of now asking you the thing that you're not ready to do yet, but like <laughs> do you feel like this is something that this team can move on from and they come back again and they can try again next year or it's like – this some kind of final breaking point where you just go, we need to do something major and change it up. Obviously Josh Allen's going to be the centerpiece, but like what is the the kind of feelings of where this team tries to go from here? So not explicitly necessarily, but the way I've looked at how they've sort of laid out their timetable is the off season before last, I think they might have looked at it as a two year opportunity, you know, not that Allen will have aged out far from it, but with, some of the contracts, reworking Diggs, adding Von Miller, Oliver, Dawson Knox. So they really have spent up. And Leonard Floyd acquired this year, not big money, but like veterans, 
keeping Jordan Poyer after it was suspected that he would leave. You know, there's just been that sort of mentality, which I absolutely do not blame them for. I mean, that's what you do in sports. You know, they're, they're, they're close. Now, I think they're forced into a situation where they're going to have to revamp a little bit. Maybe that's Von Miller. That's a huge dead cap number. This is a day they knew was coming. Uh, they just wanted to have a ring by now and said they don't even have an AFC championship in these two seasons. So I'm not sure what they'll do. But this is a turning point, I think, for the Allen Bills, where they they had the rookie contract year. They didn't quite years. They didn't quite get there. They had this year where they pushed in even further. And now, I mean, they're old, Craig. Like they, they they're old. They've got money tied up in a lot of players. Stephon Diggs included. The way last night went and his season went is really downhill. Um, he's going to be an interesting one, if not exhausting one, to talk about. So there will have to be changes, and I welcome it for them. I think it's an opportunity to get younger. The team they lost to last night won a Super Bowl last year doing that. They traded Tyreek, and they felt like they had to step back a little bit, and they won anyway. And I think Allen gives you such a high floor as a player that the Bills could easily do that. I mean, they went 11-6. and six. They don't need to have all those veterans to go 11-6. and six. Yeah, Mike Shope is with us, WGR in Buffalo. Like this is this is the fascinating conversation that happens uh, for you. We we have not had this kind of conversation here. Um, well, the last time they won eleven games was nineteen ninety one uh, for the Commanders franchise. So you know, ever uh, of like you know, it's one thing to try to get to that double digit win kind of team when you're an eight and eight team or you're a six win team, you're kind of in that bottom to middle frequently where most of the NFL exists. But when you get a guy like you guys have with Allen, it's, it's how do you maintain a window? Um, and, and I, that also comes up like to the coaching stuff too, of like, okay, if you're winning 11, 12 games every year, obviously this guy's good enough to get us there, but is it the right guy to get us to the next level to win that championship? So long wind up to ask, like, what is the future for Sean McDermott, the coordinators, and and even higher than that, Brandon being the GM who built this thing and and the thing that ultimately comes up short again. It's such a hard question. You never really know. You know, like, did Andy Reid have to leave Philadelphia? I mean, then he went to Kansas right. City and look at this. You never really know. You, you not that I need to go here, but you might have had it with the Capitals or even the Nationals in Washington. Where, oh, like, for sure. You can no, get we did. right here, and then what do you do about it? You know, right. And this is interesting, like, as I start our offseason here, last year, and a little bit even the year before that, McDermott has his critics, too conservative, big games, they can't win with them. And I never wanted to settle for that, because I remember the Manning Colts, you know, and teams where you you can't win until you do, and you could have right. one. And I, I've said a lot, like, I can't imagine the Bills having the same season in 2023 and wanting them to change coaches like there's a lot I don't like about McDermott's style but I still think that that's probably crazy and unlikely and I guess I I, I put myself there so I'm still there like I I think it's probably a, a management team that considers themselves very lucky to have Sean McDermott you know maybe not even understanding what the criticisms are about um, but one of these years it will be one too many right if, if, if it just never changes he doesn't have the job for life so I'd expect him back. Um, he is the defensive side of the ball. Again, we have a playoffs where the offensive coaches, not entirely necessarily because of their own doing. One of them has Patrick Mahomes. One of them has, you know, uh, well, Goff. But offensive coaches are in the championship round again. 
And that's sort of the quandary when it comes to McDermott and always has been like you hire a defensive coach, you lose your OC like Dable left. So I guess I'm it's day one. I'm not expecting changes, but um, it wouldn't be unprecedented, would it? No, for sure. And, you know, we're obviously going through that conversation here in D.C. when people are like, go hire Mike McDonald from Baltimore. And it's like, OK, well, what happens when? Um, or, you know, do you go just hire the offensive guy? Um, which brings, I guess, to the, the logical follow-up, Mike, being like, what do you do for the offensive guy? They fired Ken Dorsey middle of the season. The numbers got worse, but you didn't lose. So something changed that was uh, good for the results. Maybe it was just the luck. Is Joe Brady back with Josh Allen next year in an offseason to put his spin on this thing? Or do they go out and try to find someone else to to coach up Josh Allen next year? I would guess Brady is back, assuming like he doesn't get hired somewhere. Atlanta had some yeah. interest, and he's a little bit of a name, but was only on this job for half a season. And... It, I bet to the Bills, they thought it went well, even last night. I mean, they had such a strange game to lose. I mean, Diggs catches that bomb from Allen, and we're talking about a totally different ball game. Yeah, or even after that. where Yeah, or, and, yeah, or pick another half dozen plays. Those two plays from the two-minute warning, the two passes yep. before the missed field goal. Uh, that's, that's sports. Like, I don't know. I think Brady turned – this team 90 degrees to a run heavy team kind of like out of nowhere. And it always worried me because they were winning those games, but they were barely winning the chargers and the Patriots, the Steelers, even a little bit like where did the passing game go? And now they're throwing for 186 last night, even without a sack or a turnover, you know, game script doesn't explain that. They just, Allen completed two passes on 45 dropbacks last night that went for more than eight yards in the air. Just what happened? So they have to find some speed. They have to find better playmakers. That's been a recurring comment thought here for a few years. And they haven't really sufficiently done that. Um, I bet if Brady fit into McDermott's ethos, which watching them run the ball all the time, I feel like he almost definitely did. Then I feel like he's back if he wants to be. All right. Wrapping up uh, here with Mike Schobe. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to try to think of a happier note to end on, but in the absence of thinking of a happier note to end on, the fact that it it ultimately ends with a kick that goes wide right. I think anybody who is a neutral, nevertheless, uh, rooting for Buffalo in the game, nevertheless, an actual Bills fan, uh, nevertheless, a lifelong uh, you know Buffalo uh, person like yourself, as soon as that kick starts to fade, you're going, uh, anything but this. They can lose. Please don't make it be like this. Like, I just, I don't even know if there's a question here, Mike. Yeah, just the fact that it ends like that, what? What's left? That's right. What, yeah. What's left to have to? It didn't happen in a Super Bowl. Is the only thing that makes it better? Is that <laughs> even better? Uh, I don't know. I think about Scott Norwood himself when that, when this happens. Yeah. Like just great. This is what I needed. You know, I'm, I've I've been retired for thirty years, and now I have to hear my name all the time again if I'm even sort of paying attention. But um, that's how it goes, right? Like when they lost two years ago. It's not even two years yet to the day that. 13 seconds game in Kansas city. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us thought this will be there forever until they win. And wide right has been that too. Like it's what in, in a phrase, it's what the nineties bills are sort of known as. And that doesn't go away until you win or maybe even win multiple times. And, you know, like teams do, they change the, the, the script. So, um, yeah, I mean, it took me less than the ball hadn't actually crossed the 
the goal line yet in the air on the field goal before I, and probably half the stadium at least was thinking, okay, here we go. Wide, right. Couldn't even have been wide left. Couldn't even have been yeah, right. blocked. Can we, can we get, get a mix up? Just block um, it. All right, here's my, here's my happier note to end on uh, with, with Mike Shope, WGR in Buffalo, of course, host of Shope and the Bulldog up there. Um, you, you still do have Josh Allen, which is nice. Um, is there like, I, I have been able to witness this from afar and like you see who Josh Allen is as a person, nevertheless, as a football player. And he seems so beloved in that community. Is that, is that still solid? Is that still whole? Like is, is in general, there's always going to be, you know, a fan base is, is not a monolith, but generally speaking, is there still like that, that comfortability, that excitement about saying, Hey, all right, at least we still have Josh Allen and whatever we do moving forward, we're comfortable with Josh Allen as our guy, even if he hasn't gotten us to the promised land quite yet. Yes. I don't think there's really any significant faction of the fan base that would be critical of him through this. McDermott gets criticized uh, quite a lot, but Allen has, I think, convinced the masses that he's good enough to win with. I don't think that that sort of eagerness <laughs> in your question will manifest until much closer to the season, right? Because there has to be a sort of a grieving period, if you will, first. But yeah, like when it get, when we get to summer and he's on the field and there'll probably be some new uh, weapons and other players to get excited about, I think fans can feel really optimistic about him. The thing that is interesting right now, though, Craig, is like, here's the AFC. And Mahomes has won here to go to a sixth straight AFC championship and one game away from a fourth Super Bowl, and he might be 28. Burrow has done it, and he's done it through Mahomes, and he's done it through Buffalo. And it could be that Lamar Jackson gets there and wins a second MVP. There are three players who've won multiple MVPs that are not in the Hall of Fame, Rodgers, Brady, and Mahomes. So Jackson joins that list. And where are you? You know, you have Allen, but it's it's plainly clear at this point that he doesn't set you apart from those teams. He gives you a chance against those teams. And the Bills have tried to find other ways to win, loading up on edge rushers, and now they're going to run the ball all the time, and they haven't done it. So you, you can – a team can really sort of get messed up after this stretch of seasons where they might think they're out of ideas and end up making – you know, bad decisions, just gambles, you know, uh, yeah. whatever that might, whatever that might be. But yeah, Allen is great. And the fans fully, uh, you know, concur. Yeah. Uh, someone uh, reporting live from the quarterback desert. Enjoy it up there, Buffalo. <laughs> uh, enjoy it up there. Uh, Mike Shope on WGR uh, up in Buffalo. If you want the, to kind of get a taste of the local Buffalo coverage, uh, just search that station and you can listen to it and hear Mike and his co-hosts uh, doing the same thing they've been doing for how many years now, Mike? How many years have you guys been, been manning, uh, 21. manning the airwaves? 21, 21 years. Uh, doing a great job up there. Uh, Mike, always appreciate your time here in D.C. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you down the line. Thank you, Craig. Always enjoy our chats. Thanks a lot. Hey, this is DA, and you're listening to The Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.